Hey guys, are you interested in starting a podcast? Well, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place. You can use your phone or your computer. Let's face it, you usually have at least one of those with you at any point in time. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast on the go so that your quality is great. They will even distribute your podcast to all of the major broadcasts such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. You can easily make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in getting your voice out there, you've got to go download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll thank me later. You're listening to the CHW Crew Podcast, where we empower community health workers and health and wellness advocates around the globe to be courageous. We will share actionable tips and tools for you to live your best quality of life. Here's your host, Tasha Whitaker. Hello, the CHW Crew, and welcome to the CHW Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha Whitaker, and on this podcast, we teach, inspire, and motivate community health workers and advocates for the community to be courageous and advocate for health and wellness. Today's show, I'm going to cover the topic of traffic safety. So today, I'm actually coming to you guys from Anaheim, California. Um, from the GHSA, Governor's Highway Safety Association, Traffic Safety Conference. This is a national traffic safety conference, um, and it's my third time attending. So for you guys that don't know, um, I specifically work in trauma and injury prevention and uh, with a focus on drugs and alcohol in relation to uh, traffic safety. So how drugs and alcohol affect affect traffic safety and reducing the amount of people that come into the trauma room um, due to a motor vehicle crash that involves uh, drugs and alcohol. And so I wanted to give you guys some information about what I've learned. This is a huge conference. Over 750 traffic safety professionals um, are actually at this conference. And so there's been a lot of topics that have been covered. Um, Some of them I wanted to run by you guys just because of interest of all of the talk around the autonomous vehicles, which are the vehicles that basically can drive themselves. And so you might have heard that on the news and have heard about um you know, what uh, the legalization of marijuana, um, how that will affect uh, traffic safety as well as um, other things in highway safety. And so um, one of the the workshops that I actually had a chance to attend uh, and one of the keynotes was around the topic of autonomous vehicles, which I think... Um, it is a long way to come to go, um, as they talked about in the keynote. And so, when you think about the evolution of vehicles and where we've come, you know, come from and where we have to go, it's just really unbelievable to think about. Oh my goodness, we actually have vehicles that are like driving themselves. And so, some of the speakers from uh, Waymo and Uber uh, were at this conference and representatives. And so they spoke to the fact that, you know, there's a lot of trial, 
um, testing going on with individuals in the vehicles, individuals outside the vehicles, the mapping that has to go into it from the engineer side, um, the different environments, different locations that these vehicles drive to make sure that, you know, they are familiar with the routes and the mapping. Um, there's a lot of work that's going into it as well as um, a lot of people that are just coming together across different sectors to try to see how um, we can just make traffic safety a safer, um, um, you know, environment um, for everyone, you know, the pedestrians, the drivers, um, even, you know, people that have disabilities. And so some of the things that people talk about are, okay, well, you have people that maybe they, you know, have some sight impairments, uh, maybe they're getting on up in age. And so having the autonomous vehicles would be a way that they would be able to um, still get around and have that independence. Um, and so, you know, I can see both sides of that. Um, and there's also, um, people that have brought up the conversation of, well, you know, these vehicles will be able to take our kids to school. So, you know, that would reduce the amount of vehicles that are on the highways. And so there's all different types of conversation that go on, um, when it comes to traffic safety and the autonomous vehicles, you know, there's also that fear factor there that, okay, would you really trust a vehicle to take um, your, you know, your child to school or take them where they needed to go. And so actually one of the speakers uh, from Waymo, she said that the vehicle comes and picks her up in the morning and takes her to work and then takes her back home every day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she's very familiar with it and the route that it goes. Um, and so, you know, that's just somebody's uh, perception of of how they see autonomous vehicles. And then there's the behavioral aspect of it. So, you know, you program the vehicles to do the smart thing, but you also have the drivers, us as humans and our behaviors that don't align with um, they don't necessarily align with how the vehicle is is built to to respond. So, you know, if a, if an autonomous vehicle sees the yellow light, they're going to slow down, but the human usually would speed up. And so they talked about some of the, um, crashes that they've seen where that has happened. The vehicle, the autonomous vehicle has slowed down, but the person behind them actually hits the autonomous vehicle in the back because they saw the yellow light and they tried to beat it. And so, you know, you think about having autonomous vehicles on, you know, the roadways along with humans who their behavior might not match or it will not match up with how the um, vehicles have been programmed to deliver, which, you know, once they've mapped the situation, you know, they're going to stop at the red lights, they're going to yield correctly, all those different things. So that's a really um, interesting topic that has taken place around, you know, the autonomous vehicles um, and also how drugs and alcohol, the legalization of marijuana affects um, individuals and being under the influence, um, being impaired um, and having an increase in the amount of car crashes of, you know, people that have, that are impaired. So some people um, have a perception that they are not impaired when they might be under the influence of marijuana, but impairment is impairment. And this is something that, um, you know, has been shown. And so, um, you take all of that into account and, um, even with the laboratories, you know, you're doing the testings, but do the laboratories have the, um, equipment that they need to test 
the to be able to test in a time timely manner so you know if you pull someone over and you you know you need to get their blood drawn you know that's going to take some time and so by the time that they get their blood drawn okay it might not show the level in which they first were pulled over and so there's a lot of questions around that um and just how to make that a better streamline and we also talked about teens and um, youth and uh, different programming that's around the nation um, and how they are getting the message over to teens and youth on being safe when they're driving. So a lot of peer-to-peer programs are having a lot of good research come out of this and seeing that, you know, the peers that actually guide these programs and go out into the schools and um communicate with their peers and getting the message out about wearing their seatbelt, um, about reducing their speed, um, not drinking and driving, not being impaired. They're starting to see some very um, positive results in that. And so um, me specifically, I work um, in, with teens and around the state of Texas. And so what we do um, is a lot like some of what the other programs are doing. And so we see a lot of good results from that. Um, as well as um, how we are are, are uh, managing our program. But, you know, we definitely learn a lot, too, when we go to these sessions. And so being able to learn from them and uh, implement those different strategies into the program that will make the teen youth uh, program even better is, you know, always a plus. And then the networking. Um, the networking is always great because there's so many different people from different sectors. So you have the law enforcement, um, you have community stakeholders, you have the healthcare medical side, which is what I'm a part of. Um, and then, you know, you have the outside stakeholders in the schools and different organizations that work with all different age ranges um, and different diverse uh, groups, um, you know, they even had uh, some of the tribal um, uh, law enforcement um, group here. So you think about the rural areas and traffic safety, um, all of all that they have to go through. You know, sometimes they don't have the funding or the programming to have these programs available for different people. Um, so um, there was just a lot of different topics. Um, this has been a great conference. It's been their largest one with over 750 individuals. And so um, I just encourage everyone to just really be aware when you get, you know, behind the wheel, you know, make sure you're wearing your seatbelt, make sure you're not picking up your phone and using your phone when you're driving and be just aware of your surroundings. Um, in the amount of four seconds, you've traveled the length of a football field. Over 40,000 people die every year due to car crashes. And so when you put all that into perspective, that's a lot of somebody's VIP. They're a very important person um, that is not with them anymore because of choices. And so it's all, you know, human choice, whether you decide to speed, whether you decide to be impaired, whether you decide to pick up your phone, all of those things are human behavior and their choices. And so we can definitely bring the numbers down um, if we change our behavior. So that's just a PSA for everyone that gets in your vehicle and you think about it, you know, make sure you buckle up and not just the people in the front, the people in the back as well. So share the message. Um, please encourage 
your friends and family to do these small changes that eventually become habits and hopefully improve and increase the health and wellness of our communities around the the subject of traffic safety, especially our teens. For teens, it's the number one killer, traffic, uh, car crashes. Um, And so we really want to bring that number down and we want to make our youth empowered to drive safe um, and then just open it up for a conversation. So I want to just give you guys an overcap of GHSA this year, 2019. And if you have an opportunity to get engaged as a CHW in your traffic safety area, check with your uh, Department of Transportation and any potential grants that they might have, any potential programming that they may have, and even how you can integrate and collaborate with those around you that uh, might be in the community to bring awareness to traffic safety. So that's even pedestrians. You know, the kids are back to school, then walking. Um, on the sidewalk that you know when there's events there's high traffic just the signage even in your community just being more aware of all those different things that affect us in traffic safety because it is a public health issue Um, so I just want to empower you guys and to encourage you guys that um, you know you can make a difference um, even if it's you know just giving people the education and encouraging them to just wear their seatbelt you know more people wearing their seatbelt when they're in the front seat when they're in the back seat more people being aware of putting their phones down and not being distracted um, when they're driving it does make a difference so just want to give you guys some encouragement thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next Tuesday on the CHW podcast Thanks for tuning in to the CHW Crew Podcast with Tasha Whitaker. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.